We talked last week about uh, how the, the, the Adam blamed Eve from the beginning on the apple, and there's disputes, arguments, and discords right then. And then Cain and Abel, that you know, Cain killed Abel, and the, the fights, and the disputes, all the things that were going on, and we see it throughout history. Uh, guys, this is going to continue to happen, but we got to learn to rise above it and and thrive above it. And that's what we've been talking about the last few weeks. And and I thought we were done, but but we kept going back into worship and how that worship is what is the remedy, not only the things we discussed already, but how the uh, hallelujah, praise the Lord, and just worshiping Him can change the situation. And, and the Lord told me to speak on that today. And so as I was walking into the surface, I was like, okay, Lord, what does the title need to be? And the praise team was practicing, sing a little louder. And so that's now the title of the sermon today is sing a little louder. But as we move into that, I got a text from, from uh, Altine and Beta, and there are missionaries from uh, uh, Albania. And, and Jamel passed away yesterday. And Jamel is Altine and Beta's dad. And, and, and we prayed for it the first service, but, but it's just been weighing on me and weighing on me. Two years ago, Jamel came to the team and needed Jesus. He was a Muslim that, that, that was raised in, the, the, in, in that belief. He was raised in all that. He guarded the ammo dumps, the, the missile silos. Uh, he guarded all that when they were under Russian control. I mean, he'd seen the worst of the worst. And he came and he said he needed Jesus. And I can remember having the opportunity to lead him to Christ a couple of years ago. But, but a year after that, I remember going over there and, and he wanted to renew and refresh himself by baptism, but he couldn't get out of his chair. And, and, and we showed the video to you guys, I think last year, not this year, but the year before of, of uh, us praying over him and, and him being, we baptized him and he couldn't get out of his house. We poured the water over his head. And, and anyway, it just the Lord really hit me. That's what we got to sing a hallelujah about. You know, there may not be anything going on good in your life right now, but you got Jesus, you got a, a lot of hallelujahs you could be singing. A lot of praises you could be singing. Because Jamal that had a rough life, had nothing, found Jesus at a late age, wanted Jesus and nothing else. And, and guys, I can remember last year when I went over going up and visiting him, the only thing he had on TV was in English, and he can't even understand English. And when we found out, you know, what what is about it is he wanted as much and hears much about Christ any way he could through that American channel, which wasn't much. But to see the heart change in this guy and to be able to encourage him or Altine today that his father is with Christ. And he, he's got a big hallelujah going on right now. So I say to you today that worship is the answer to everything. Worship, and we're getting attacked by this world, worship is the answer. And again, hallelujah means praise the Lord. And so we need to find a way to praise the Lord in all these things that are distractions, if you will, that are going on in our world. When when there's arguments going on, we need to find out how to avoid them and praise the Lord. When there's fighting going on, we need to find a way to get around the fighting and praise the Lord. 
When there's division in our community, we need to figure out how to, to get around that and praise the Lord. And so today I say to you, and the title of the sermon is Sing a Little Louder. We're going to read from Psalms 98, 1 through 9. And while you're looking that up, and it'll be on the overhead behind me, but, but Psalms 98, 1 through 9, the four points the Lord put on my heart. And again, you may see misspelling up here. This has been thrown together. But, but I believe the Lord wants us to see it today. But the things we delight in is point one. In other words, take joy in the things that you delight on, delight in. That's what we should be praising God for. And I'll get into that a little bit deeper. Worship and service go hand in hand. Three, we have all the reasons to worship God. And four, worship is ushering in God's presence. So Psalms 98, 1 through 9. Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made known his salvation. He has revealed his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his steadfast love and faithfulness to the house of Israel, to Oakton. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to the Lord and all the earth. Break forth into joyous song and sing praises. Sing praises to the Lord with lyre, with a lyre and the sound of melody. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, make a joyful noise before the King, the Lord. Let the sea roar and all, all that fills it, the world and those who dwell in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the hills sing for joy together before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the people with equality. Uh, that's why I got so excited up here today is that when we are in a public place and something brings us delight or brings us joy, we clap our hands. Uh, you guys started clapping your hands during that song and, and it really caught me because I knew what the scripture was going to be saying. You were taking joy and delight in worship today. And you're showing that by clapping your hands. But, but today, the Lord reason for point one, the things we delight in, take joy in, are the things we should be praising God for. Because I get a lot of time, Pastor, you know, what do we have to praise God for? You know, I've got all this stuff going on in my life. You know, what do I have to praise God for? And the Holy Spirit told me to keep this so simple today. And it's and, and so simple that, that he just told me to go to Facebook and the first five things I saw to put them out and to see how people were delighting in things and those things they were delighting in, they needed to give a hallelujah for, a praise the Lord for. And the first thing was the Lawrences were welcoming Alex into the United States. Welcome, Alex. He's uh, from Spain and welcome to the United States. Man, he's here with us today. But, but that's a hallelujah. The Lord just took joy in that. We say so many times, I don't have anything to bring joy about. They took joy in that and they were telling the world. They took him to Silverdar City. They, they've been around. But that's a hallelujah. A thing that we can praise God for is people in our lives. The second thing I saw was, where's my little baby Coble at? Is she, is she over there? It was her birthday yesterday. And Nick and Jill put her picture up there, and they were going on, happy birthday, Ashton. She's 13 today. 
But they were singing a hallelujah, a praise the Lord because of their child and what he's done for them. And then I go in and I see the Morgans and their sweet corn stand. They take delight in their sweet corn, but I take delight in their sweet corn too. You know, Uh, we need to praise God for the things that we work with our hands and we take delight in. Karen posted right after that, uh, we had a bunch of brown eggs that that we want to give away. We take delight in that and we want to give it to somebody. We need to give a hallelujah for those things that, that God has blessed us with. And then I saw postings all over the internet about Giselle's birthday and how it brought joys and delight to friends and family. It was posted all over the Facebook and, and her family put a picture up. Now, I was celebrating because in the picture on the left, uh, I was getting rid of Joshua. That was a going away party for him. And I was getting Giselle. So I was singing a hallelujah that day, you know, because that was a good trade-off. But, but my point is, is the simplest things that we can give a hallelujah for. We said, you know, whenever I say, let's praise the Lord, we'll go, mm-hmm, and then we're done. And I'm just trying to show you the simplicity of all the things that we have that we can worship our Lord and Savior for. And, and I'm going to get into that later on. But, but Giselle brought delight, and many of us were celebrating that. And the last thing that I saw on there, that again, to keep it in five or six, was a 13-mile tractor cruise that's going on Friday for the fair. I'm now a charmer guy, so that really blessed me, and I know Dad is, but, but they're going to take their tractors and, and go on this drive. But, but, man, if we have hobbies that God has blessed us with our hands, man, do we give a hallelujah for the Lord in the way he blesses us? The, the things he gives us, the blessings that, that we don't even really deserve, but how he blesses us. Can we give a hallelujah for the things that the Lord has given us? And so we see this thing, these five few things, but, but guys, the world overflows with praise. Do not withhold your joy, your delight. Praise his name and say hallelujah. Guys, even when your parents make you mad and make you mine, man, they're still good to you. I noticed a lot of you started looking at your parents. So that must be it known. But give a hallelujah for your parents because they do care for you. We got a lot to worship God for today. But guys, delight, joy will, de- will produce praise. And I've already hit that today. You guys started praising during the worship song today because it was bringing you joy and delight. When I brought up Alex today, you began to praise and thank the Lord and clap your hands because it gave you joy and delight. Delight and joy produces praise. And, and we need to remember that today and be quick to offer up a hallelujah to the Lord. Uh, Giselle's mom wrote in her article on, on the picture that I showed you earlier. But she said, Giselle, you remember your creator. I thank God for you in this 22 years. Giselle's mom got a hold of what we're talking about today. God had gifted her with Giselle, but she recognized that that gift was from the creator And she gave glory to God across the world. The neat thing about that, again, is how Lord's working things. God changed the sermon on me first thing in the morning, and I didn't get started to probably 10 on it. And as I was writing this point, Karen came in and showed me that. It confirmed it. And God is good about confirming what he's speaking to us. So he's telling us as a body today 
that we need to be quick to give glory to God and praises to God for the things that are in our life. And you know what they are. But something the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and you're going to hear me say this a lot today, praising God completes the enjoyment. The joy will never be complete until it is expressed in praising God. And boy, the Lord really hit me with that. That, that you can be blessed beyond comprehension, but until you start thanking God for it, it's not going to mean as much. And so you'll hear me say that from time to time today. But point two, worship and service go hand in hand. And, and so when we serve God, it will bring joy, delight to us, the servant, but the people that we're touching. And yesterday, the men, and if you want to pull up slide 15, the men, we, we weren't planning on... Or, Long story short, it was raining and we weren't going to do this. And I called it off. But so many men come out to prayer breakfast. The Lord stopped the rain long enough for us to put this sign up. And, and so we just kind of last minute threw it together and we're putting it up. But man, these men, we had a good time. We were, had taken delight in each other's company. Hey, get this, guys. I cut my finger and bled all over the place. Man, it was a, a, just a wonderful time. But what was even funnier, <laughs> what was even funnier is Joe put his finger in it before I could get it cleaned up. You know, it was one of the men moments. We were just having this joy and delight going on. And we were even talking about our wives, man. And, and it, it was all really good, but it was a cool wife thing. Jeremy over there. Nicole, you here? Wave your hand. Jerry goes, Jeremy goes, I should have listened to my wife. And I said, why is that, Jeremy? And he said uh, she knew that these shrubs were cut too high or too high and they'd be a pain that we need to trim the shrubs back first. And she told me to bring the hedge trimmers and I didn't listen to her. <laughs> so, we, you know, we do, we do honor you women. And so you can take delight in that. But we were just having a great time. We got the sign up and and, you know, we had them guys that stand around. If you want to go to the next, oh, there it is right there. I'm not going to mention any names, but you get the guys that are standing around that, yeah, I was out there helping too. And yeah, yeah, but not going to mention any names, but, but there's a few of them. But, but guys, see how we're taking delight in this? You know, we're laughing. We're talking about the, that how we served, we had such a good time. We experienced and, and each other and, 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 and that's a worth giving a hallelujah time. Because we really did. I was kidding around. I did really cut my finger and did bleed all over the place. And he did touch it. But we still had a good time. And, and we, we enjoyed God's presence. And, and the thing was, it brought delight to us. But the neighbor walked by on their daily walk and said, wow, I really like that. That's cool. It brought her delight. And then I saw on Facebook, 52 hits so far. Man, that looks awesome. It bringing people delight. And this is just in the smallest things. But the spiritual part of it that people going by may say, hey, Oakton does care and they do welcome me. I will go in there and it will bring them delight. So when we serve and we give ourselves to Christ and allow him to use us, we will delight in that. But also people around us will delight in that also. I didn't say to you guys, and this is more on a serious note, but but we did the teacher feed the other day, and, and Oakton supplied part of the, we paid for part of the meat, and another church, two other churches paid for part of that, but we had a dinner at the church, or for the teachers in Lamar, and we had so much food left over that we took the food to the jail, and we took the food to the fire department, but guys, believe me, 
The prisoners, when they took it in the back, they saw what they had. It brought them great delight. It was good food, and you could see it on their faces. The prison guards and everybody was so excited about when you gave of yourself just a little bit of food. A lot of you didn't even know we did that, but if you put a dime in the offering, the offering goes to these things. And you brought delight to somebody through your service. And we need to give a hallelujah for these things. When God blesses somebody through what we're doing, we need to remember that all the praise, glory, and honor goes to him and give him a hallelujah. The next thing was is that I want to talk about one camp finished up at Rafa House. And anyway, I think I had a slide on that, but I'm not sure. But that's the, yeah, that's the instructor talking to us there. And, and they were moved by our kids. Our kids went out and worked. We had a minimum of, of 28 of seniors and below probably almost every week when we went out and did all these service projects. But it moved most of the leaders because, guys, they flat told me that, that, that most of the Christians go out to do service projects. They don't want to do nothing. And so they just give them a little touchy-feely and then send them on their way. When they find out we want to work, they never have enough work for us to do. And they always got to come up with projects. And the Rafa House, they knew from last year that, that we were, were, were going to be that type of a group. So they had work for us to do. We did inventory on every toy they had. Every, all the stock they had, we did inventory on. But, but your kids served them and brought them great delight. But if you look at the kids, it brought them great delight. Uh, these kids love doing these things. So we need to praise God, kids, when we're able to be used and give a hallelujah out for him. And we think, you know, I don't have nothing to praise God for. Yeah, you do. We got a lot to praise him for. So praising God completes the enjoyment. Your joy will never be complete until it is expressed in praising God. And we need to remember that today. But what even the most difficult times? You know, the hard times. The times that, that, that things are not going our way. You know, I went down to see my mother-in-law yesterday, and me and Karen were expecting to, to bring her home to find out she took a step backwards. And it was a tough moment, and it's hard to, Lord, how can we take a, a hallelujah moment from this time? But, but when I walk in there, and she sees me, and she reaches out for me and begins to pray, or cry and say, pray for me, I need Jesus, man, that's a hallelujah moment. It's a moment that I'll never forget of all the memories that I have with her is the time she cries out, pray with me, I need Jesus in my life. And so in the most difficult times, we can cry out and say, hallelujah, praise you, Lord, for giving me that opportunity to pray with my mother-in-law and giving me that moment. We always have a time to, to sing a hallelujah. We always have the opportunity to sing a hallelujah but we forget so many times because of the circumstances going on around us. The lady sitting beside her has been in bedridden for years and, and actually kind of gives us a little bit of a rough time. But she goes, is that that preacher boy over there? And I said, yeah, it's preacher boy. And she goes, I like it when you come in. I like it. And she told my wife when she's there, she can feel the presence of God. That's a hallelujah moment. That's a praise God moment. That's not a big head moment. That's God, thank you, Lord, for what you're able to allow me to do. What about, oh, the, the Deacon Lawrence? I was doing a, a devotion, and I told the early church I couldn't. I, I, I do a lot of devotions during the week and uh, keep my mind fresh, but, but one of them was talking about, and I did look it up, it's Deacon Lawrence. 
but it was back in like 248 AD and my, uh, you have to go look him up and check it out. But, but in Rome, the emperor uh, had gotten jealous because of the Christians. There's a powerful move of the Holy Ghost going on in Rome. And, and, and they had money, was helping the poor. The poor were getting saved. He saw them gaining popularity, gaining strength. And so he brought the bishop in and four days before the Valentine or this, this uh, Lawrence guy's death, the king brought in the bishop and he executed him and his right-hand guy. And anyway, put out a decree and said, I want all the priests, the bishops, the, the, just anybody, deacons, anybody connected with this Christian movement, I want them beheaded and I want them executed and I want their money. Well, this, this Lawrence was over the treasure and, and the emperor found that out and he came to him and he gave him a proposition. He said, if you will go out and get me all the money and bring me that treasure in, then I will, I will release you. I'll let you go free. And so he goes, I'll do it, but you got to give me three days. And over that three day period, believe it or not, the emperor took it up. Over that three day period, he went out to the poor, the needy, the down and out, just anybody that didn't have anything and divvied that treasure out to them and gave it all away and asked them to be at this certain place the next day or that third day. And so he took the king out that third day and he said that, that you wanted to see the treasures of the kingdom of God. And he said, here they are. And it was the people. It's a powerful testimony. And I was wanting to use it for another sermon. But the Lord recalled that to me today because that guy, the, the, the emperor was so upset that he would not behead him. And the history tells, the rumor tells, they put him on a, a basically a roasting sick and began to cook him alive. And after he got, was there for a while, he says to them, he said, you need to turn me over. I'm done on this side. He was still joking and kidding around when they're burning him at the stake. He could give a hallelujah out. He could give a praise the Lord out because he knew that people were coming to Christ because of what was going on to him. There was a great revival broke out because of his witness and the way he responded when he had every reason to scream and cry and curse the Lord. But he sang out a hallelujah. You know, I think about that and guys, if we have nothing else, kids, if you have nothing else, you got salvation. That's all that matters. If you've accepted Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, I don't care what goes on in your life. You got a hallelujah moment. You got a, a praise out moment. You're blessed. And so when life's attacking you, if you can't thank God for anything else, praise him for your salvation. Praise him for eternal life. Praise him for who he is to you because you have a lot to worship for. I was blessed and I shared last week to some, but, but Jim's father, Walter, when he passed away, that Wednesday it was raining all morning. And when pastor got out of the car to go preach the funeral outside gravesite, the rain stopped. We did the funeral outside. We were able to talk for a little bit outside. And then as soon as we got in the car, boom, it started pouring again. I believe God is still in control of the winds and the rains and, and all that. I believe God's powerful and he's effective to this day. But I believe what the Lord was showing us that day was that Walter was a man of God. He loved the Lord and I believe that the rain was a sign of faithfulness. Joel chapter 2 talks about that. 
God was respecting his faithfulness and he was respecting my pastor dad. He was just, he just wanted to love on us. And I thought, man, what hallelujah we could give out that day. I remember another time with Brother Suter was the same way. Man, that, that, that funeral began to rain, and that's when the Lord showed me that scripture. God is faithful, and we can praise him for his faithfulness. Hallelujah. We have a lot to be thankful for today. Amen? Amen. So if this doesn't cheer you up, yeah, I was going to sing. But I sing to the kids on the bus every week. But I'm not going to do it. I'm too embarrassed. You want to do it? You sing with me? Hallelujah, anyhow. Never, never let your troubles get you down. When life's troubles come your way, Hold your head up high and say, hallelujah, anyhow. Yeah. Oh, come on. Give me some skin. Yeah. You guys sing as bad as I do. No, I'm just kidding. But we always have a reason to say hallelujah. Praising God completes the enjoyment. Your joy will never be complete until it's expressed in praising God. And we'll close with point four today. Worship us ushers in God's presence. And, and the scriptures that, that we can go along uh, is, yet you are holy and thrown on, on the praises of Israel. And, and that bases off the thought and the sayings we always say that the God inhabits the praises of his people. But Psalms 34, the first sermon that I ever preached that I can remember of, was take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. God knows us better than we are. And when we get to worship him and begin to sing hallelujah to him, he's going to give us exactly what we need. Not because we earned it, but because we're listening and can hear him. Proverbs 15.8 says, The Lord detests the sacrifice of the wicked, but his delight is in the prayer of the upright. A lot of you guys seen this this week, but, but I'm going to show it to you. But if you want to go ahead and put up that, that slide of the moon and the sun, but but I went out praying the other day, and, and, and I went a little early. I was supposed to go to Columbia, and it didn't work out. And, and it was such an awesome, great joy and great delight. I'm always out early, but, but I never, this time here, I believe if I was on a silo, that I could have got both of those pictures simultaneously. In other words, I was too low. But the one picture of the moon, it was taken at tops, tops. 10 minutes later than the other side. But what gets me is the picture of the moon. If you look, when I was facing west, it was darker. But when I turned to the east and about five minutes later tops, I took a picture and how much brighter it was because of the sun. And man, I was just, it was beautiful. And I was taking joy and delight in that. And, and I began to worship the Lord. And as we were saying, the, the God worships the praises and inhabits the praises of his people. He put Genesis 1.16 on my heart. God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. The Holy Spirit reminded me that the Father is in control. When we continue to honor Him, to praise Him, to, to take our joy and delight in Him, 
If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with him and one another. In other words, when we keep in that light and the Lord just kept, he just started dumping on me. He, you know, the sun, the moon, they always light up the earth. And, and, And he was saying that my light is everywhere. My presence is always around you. You know, at day or night, the moon or the, the clouds may be able to block the sun, but you know they're behind there. Or at night, the, that the clouds may block the moon, but you know they're behind there. There may be an obstacle, a, a, a tree or whatever that blocks these things, but you know they're on there. And if you begin to worship God and you begin to praise Him, it doesn't matter what's attacking you in your life. You know, all these divisions, all these distractions, all these things that are going on around us, the sun's a seal of shining. The Holy Spirit's still a moving and he's in your space. And that's what the Lord told me. He said, Kent, I'm in your space. You can't walk to where you're not in my space. God's everywhere and, and he shines everywhere. And he's dying to minister to you. He's dying to move in your life. He, he died literally on the cross to have fellowship with you. So when I said today he's dying to be in your presence, you can't run out there and say, oh, he's unbiblical. He did. He died on the cross to be in our presence. He is in our space. And so when this world is divided, when our homes are divided, when our workplace is divided, whatever may be going on, we can begin to bring a hallelujah to the Lord, a praise to the Lord, and he's going to surround us. And the Lord's dumping this into me. And I can go on for hours about this movement because I was down by Julian Roberts' house when this was going on. And I was walking back, next slide, when I hit the church. That's what I saw. powerful moment and and I had to be quick because you know when the sun comes up pretty fast and so I had to run around the back of the cemetery to get the shots but but it was perfectly over the church and he was telling me I surround my people I'm everywhere I surround Oakton I surround you if you're visitors here today God's everywhere he's in your space and he wants you to just reach out to him and worship him and just give, it, just give it to him. And we think we don't have nothing to worship him about. I just gave you all the things in the world to worship him about today. It was very simple. Very simple. But guys, like I said, if we had nothing but our salvation, we got everything in the world to worship for him for. And I live out what I'm saying. I got some news last night that I didn't like and it related none of to you is me one on one my my news and it really upset me and to be honest with you that thought always goes through my mind God I give you my everything why can't you take care of this and I get mad and I gotta repent because God has been so good to me Karen knew I was upset and it is probably nine or I don't know nine thirty but but I, I went and put my shoes on and, and headed out the door. And she didn't ask me where I was going. She knew I was going to get my head straight. She knew that, that, that I had to, to seek the Lord. And give him a hallelujah anyhow. Because we got everything in the world to worship him for. Everything. We have no reasons to complain. And when we do that, it'll break down all that crud and all that heaviness I was feeling. It went away, and I come back to the house revived and refreshed 
for another battle. Because we battle not against what? Flesh and blood, but the principalities, the devil. And we overcome in Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise team. So praising God completes the enjoyment. Your joy will never be complete until it is expressed in God. So the last few weeks, we talked about sin, arguments, disputes, fighting. uh, All these things distract us from worshiping God. The lack of work physically and spiritually, Ecclesiastes 4 or 5, distracts us from God. Laziness physically and spiritually will zap your joy, Proverbs 24 says. Mocking, criticisms, uh, making fun of each other, running each other down, Proverbs 19.25 will zap your, your joy. Dishonesty will zap your joy. Proverbs 26.28, 19.26.28. Substance abuse will dra- zap your joy. 21 of the, of the uh, Proverbs. Quarreling will zap your joy. Proverbs 23. And we went on and we talked about all the things that zap our joy. But what increases our joy is worshiping him. Getting our mind off the junk, not allowing this junk, and I refresh this stuff in your mind, because you know what I preached the last few weeks, to not focus on the problem, but to focus on him. And if you haven't been here the last few weeks, they're on SoundCloud or on the website, you can listen to them. But the altar call today is we must be intentional about worshiping God. And it starts in salvation. If you're not saved today, by the way, uh, we got three baptisms that I know about coming up. And we're just trying to find the date of people choosing Christ uh, since the last baptism I got word of. But, But we need to be intentional. Guys, pay attention. But we need to be intentional about salvation. We need to make a joy. This is what the Lord hit me with. A buddy of mine sent this to me. Make a decision to enjoy ministry. This is the best job on the planet. Embrace it, love it, and have a blast watching God do his thing. Now, I don't say that to you today to feel sorry for me or like I'm going through something. The Lord told me to tell that same thing to you. I say to you, be intentional. Make a decision to delight in serving God. It is the best job on the planet. Embrace it, love it, and have a blast watching God work in your life. So when you have a bad thing hit you, Sing a hallelujah. Praise his name. Go to him and get on your knees and he will bring you through each and everything. Ecclesiastes 5.19 I close with, and it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and a good thing to receive health from God. Enjoy it. To enjoy your work. And accept your lot in life. This indeed is a gift from God. Take a delight in your life. Because it's a gift from God. We need to learn how to enjoy it. And, and get through it. And we do that by hallelujah. Praising his name. These altars are open today. We'll stand to our feet. Father the word has been brought forth. And I ask that you move across the body. And that, that we don't let this fall on our deaf ears. That you've ministered to us. And Father, if there's things that we need to repent of, 
and turn away from. Lord, I ask that we do that today. Lord, if there's things that the people in here that aren't saved, Lord, I ask that they give their life to you. But Father, however you've moved across this body today, reassuring us in your healing power, reassuring us in your deliverance, reassuring us that, that you love us, that we cannot do anything to get away from your love. I don't care how bad you think you are or how bad you think you've been, you can't get away from God's love. And we thank you for that today, Lord, and the opportunity to press into you. In Jesus' name.